the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. He's the sharpest legal political analyst for Fox News. You see him every single day. He's Greg Jarrett, author of Witch Hunt and the Russia Hoax and a great friend to America First. Greg, welcome back to America First. Hey, my pleasure. Always great talking to you. Um, the swamp always gets stickier, hotter, and more disgusting. We know that there have been multiple irregularities with the so-called Obamagate, Russiagate hoax. Now we have the chairman of the Judiciary Committee, Lindsey Graham, say that things could be even worse than we had believed in the past. Greg, will this ever end? What is your expectation as we stand here 84 days before the presidential election? Well, I do think that uh, Durham will finish his criminal investigation resulting in indictments. Uh, I think it'll happen, uh, you know, before or immediately after Labor Day. Uh, Don't believe the media when they say, oh, you can't release an indictment before an election. The media makes that up because mostly they're pretty stupid. (laughs) Uh, There is no such 60-day rule Uh, As the media would have you believe, there's one rule at the Department of Justice. It says you may not take a law enforcement action for the purpose of affecting an election. So if your purpose is simply to see that justice is done based on compelling evidence of criminality, you can release it 60 days, 30 days, a day before the election. Uh, I think as a practical matter, uh, Durham and uh, Bill Barr, are both smart enough to realize that it's important to get it out as soon as possible. So, I, you know, I would expect it sometime in the next, you know, 30 days. Are you surprised how long it has taken to get anything out of that criminal investigation, Greg? No, I'm actually not, because while it was easy to invent the lie of Trump-Russia collusion, the, the Russia hoax, uh, unraveling the truth is very hard. Uh, and unfortunately, you've got a current FBI director who's been in office for two years who has been consistently and, and sedulously covering up uh, the misconduct and malevolence of his predecessors. You know, I've long called for the firing of Chris Wray, uh, and just this weekend we learned from Senator Lindsey Graham that there's now a new document that has finally been uh, released showing that uh, Comey's FBI lied not just to the FISA court, but they lied to the Senate Intelligence Committee. The FBI told that committee in 2018 um, that the dossier uh, author was reliable, that the contents were accurate, when they knew a year earlier that all of that was untrue. They learned within four days of Trump's inauguration uh, that the subsource had 
largely debunked the dossier. He said it was exaggerations, rumor, innuendo, multiple hearsay. It was completely unreliable. And, and the FBI hid that. And in fact, they told the Senate Intelligence Committee just the opposite. They told the FISA court the opposite. Those are separate lies, separate federal crimes. There was a Hungarian philosopher commentator who, after more and more corruption was unveiled in post-communist Hungary, wrote an article which he said, have we become the land of no consequences? Greg Jarrett, are we slowly here in America becoming the land of no consequences when people can just get away with felony after felony? We are. And unfortunately, it sends a very direct message to people at the FBI that you can continue to lie with impunity because you will not be held accountable. That's why Durham's uh, forthcoming indictments, and I'm convinced there will be some, are so vital. We have to put a stop to this. For far too long, people like James Comey, Andrew McKay, Peter Strzok thought they could uh, do anything, that they were empowered unto themselves, accountable to no one, Lying became commonplace with, with that trio of crooked people at the FBI. And, and sadly, you know, it resulted in the greatest mass delusion in American political history. Uh, Trump did not criminally conspire uh, with the Kremlin to steal the election. It was all a hoax. Indeed, indeed. An information operation, a propaganda operation. If you go in the NSC, you have to... Uh you have to consider very carefully mm-hmm. uh, if you feel it's it's appropriate for you to work for Flint or yeah. you want to work with. I don't think Flint's going to be around long. Yeah. I don't think Flint's going to be around long. That audio was recorded with a man called Stefan Halper just two days before Mike Flynn's name was illegally leaked to the press in terms of a telephone call intercept, and soon he would be removed from office. Greg Jarrett is with us, author of The Witch Hunt and The Russia Hoax. Greg, um, what is an FBI-CIA asset doing making a statement behind closed doors to the effect that the new national security advisor of a democratically elected president is not long for this world as far as his position is concerned. Because Stefan Halpert was intimately involved in creating the Russia hoax and going after uh, people in Donald Trump's orbit in order to damage the then incoming president of the United States. Halpert uh, was a top-secret covert intel asset for the FBI and a long-time well-known CIA operative. Uh, Halpert's the one who was assigned by either the FBI or CIA or both in the summer of 2016 to spy on people like George Papadopoulos uh, and, and others and secretly record their conversations instead of obtaining incriminating information against Papadopoulos and Carter Page, he got just the opposite, exculpatory evidence of innocence. That was carefully hidden and concealed. Uh, So what's especially insidious about Halpert is he was being paid through a slush fund at the Pentagon, a 
ridiculous amount of money. I think off the top of my head, I think it was about $400,000 for his work. So that's that also needs to be investigated. What in the world is the Department of Defense um, doing offering the money for a covert spy? Yeah, it was actually multiple payments that were closer in the end, if, I, if memory serves, uh, to a million dollars through the Office of Net Assessment. You're absolutely right, Greg. A slush fund being paid to somebody who was on the payroll of the FBI and the CIA and was, let's not forget this, son-in-law to a former director of the CIA. At the weekend, uh, Greg, there was a long, long discussion between the great one, Mark Levin, and the sitting attorney general. And I'd like to tease you out uh, with regards to what he said in that interview. We have a video cut. Eric, play the cut from Attorney General Barr. It's a form of, of sort of, it's a new form of urban guerrilla warfare. You know, Mao used to speak, Mao Zedong uh, used to speak about the gorilla being like fish swimming in the ocean, the way the gorilla moves through the people. The, the, the gorilla hides out among the people as a fish in the, in the ocean. And what they do is they are essentially shielding themselves or shrouding themselves in First Amendment activity. They go into the demonstrations, which are exercising First Amendment, act First Amendment activity, and they insinuate themselves in there to shield themselves. That's where they swim. And what they do is they hijack these demonstrations, and they, and they provoke violence, and they have various tiers of people from the sort of top provocateurs down through people who are their minions and sort of run the run the violent missions but it it's uh, it's a you know a difficult phenomenon to deal with they're highly organized at these demonstrations what what we heard there greg from from the attorney general is a description of a domestic insurgency by Americans on U.S. soil. I have to ask you, as the most trusted legal political face on Fox News, whether it's the low-level insurgency, the violence on the streets in America, or whether it's the embedded subversives at the DOJ, CIA, FBI, um, what, are, what are going to be the consequences? You have faith in U.S. Attorney Durham. What kinds of charges could we expect, should we expect, to see coming in the next few days out of Maine DOJ? Well, I, I think that uh, the people behind uh, the witch hunt, uh, the Russia hoax, uh, committed everything from uh, conspiracy to defraud to defrauding the government, obstruction of justice, perjury, uh, false and misleading statements under oath, as well as uh, a very important statute called deprivation of rights under color of power. It's essentially a government official who abuses his position of power for personal or political reasons. I think all of these statutes are in play. Uh, you know, under federal law, in order to obtain an indictment, you have to go through a grand jury, um, which in Washington, D.C., is a bit of a challenge in such a politicized yes. atmosphere. But uh, I think all of those things are in play, and we'll wait and see who gets indicted. Deprivation of rights under color of power. That's why he's Greg Jarrett. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. 
If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. The current anguish over racial justice has been punctuated by intensifying demands for monetary reparations to the descendants of enslaved Americans. The prospect of arranging appropriate compensation for uncompensated slave labor that ended 155 years ago remains wildly impractical, but it also goes against the nation's highest ideals. America has always been the land of fresh starts and new life, where you're not judged by who your grandparents were or where they came from. To the greatest extent possible, your progress in life should reflect your own efforts, not your family's past. Slavery reparations emphasize the opposite idea, assigning tax-funded payouts based not on who you are, but on who your great-great-grandparents were. Joe Biden has already expressed support for a commission to evaluate slavery reparations. If this ill-advised effort becomes a major issue in the campaign, the American people will rightly reject a program designed to accentuate, not narrow, racial differences. I'm Michael Medved. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.